Hello, and welcome to another episode of All Ages RPG, the RPG podcast for gamers of all ages. With this episode, we're taking a break from our normal campaign of the Guardians of Indir to bring you another special holiday episode. This one was for Halloween, which at the time of this recording was in October of last year. We've kind of been slacking on editing and publishing these episodes. Sorry about that. But I'm going to be trying to edit and publish an episode a day at this point so that we get caught up. So stay tuned for that. We hope you enjoy this episode, which, as Harold will explain later, is from Dungeon in a Box. It was their special holiday thing for Halloween called All Souls Night. We hope you enjoy our playing of this, and if you liked this game, you could probably check out Dungeon in a Box. So, without further ado, All Souls Night. Good afternoon. I'm Harold, and I'm going to be your Dungeon Master today. It is the 26th of October, 2019, as we're recording this. And for today's adventure, we are going to play All Souls Night, the Halloween one-shot distributed with the Dungeon in a Box subscription service. I'm going to be the Dungeon Master. I'll be playing various characters and kind of guiding the party through the adventure. Would you each like to introduce yourselves? We'll start here and go counterclockwise and state your name, then your character's name, a few details about what your character looks like, and who they are and what their voice is. So it's kind of three things. Would you care to begin? Yes, I am Caleb. I play Dyra Tanner. She is a human bard, 6'2 in height, has black hair and green eyes. She um, likes to collect stories. Um, she likes to collect ghost stories. And, you know, she gathers people around. Um, she's very charismatic, so people tend to gravitate towards her, very magnetic, if you will. And she, you know, tells these stories and collects stories. She's making a giant compendium of ghost stories and folk tales. Her voice sounds a bit like. It's <coughs> mm, not gonna be fun. Sounds a bit like this. Does that work? Yeah, that works. Mediocre. Mm. 
It's like it's like yeah. what we did with um, Jabbok, where it's just a slightly higher version of your slightly, usual voice. Yes, that's Which is perfectly fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I do that all the time. Hi, I'm Corbin. I play Min Darlin. Min sounds like this. I think. Yes. Y'all ready for a good adventure? Because I like digging ditches and farming. And I need to find my sheep. Some werewolves hate them. I'm mad. So how exactly are you going to find them if they got eaten? That's mine. I'm finding the werewolves. Ah. What'd you say? I thought he was the deaf one. Hi, I'm Lucia, and I play Sid Musso. (laughs) (laughs) The elven root. Sorry, rogue, not a rouge. (laughs) Would you say your character name again? Sid Anoso. The elven rogue. They're just a rogue. They don't have any sort of multi-class thing. And yay, paper. I am the greatest detective in all the green world. I absolutely despise the pretender Apollo Peru, who's trying to take my seat. He's, he's not going to succeed, of course, but still, so annoying. Did you want to say anything about appearance? I am an elf. (laughs) (laughs) Hair color, clothing, demeanor, anything? Well, as you can probably tell by my voice, I'm kind of posh. Once again, Samior time. (laughs) You care too much about your looks. Like he said. Wait a minute, is that supposed to be an insult? Wait, what'd you say? (laughs) Oh, good grief. (laughs) Okay, and then next, or last but not least, we have... I'm Blake, and I play Gulan Navlov, I think is how it's pronounced. He's a cleric hilldwarf, and is also, like... Short. Yeah, pretty short, (laughs) like, less than three feet tall short, with... Such extremely tan skin. And he also wears just this kind of giant straw hat because the sun burns. And what does <laughs> and he And he's say? also traveled the world. And he sounds like this! <laughs> I'm the greatest detective and also ghosts don't exist. And also my hearing is bad. <laughs> Since what are you? your shins. <laughs> Why'd you ask me? Since when are you supposed to be the greatest detective? Everyone knows that it is I, Sid Anoso. No, it's that other guy. (laughs) Excuse (laughs) me. I have a sword and I know how to use it. Yes, and I got a firebolt and I know how to cast it. What did you say to me? I'm in the Navy SEAL! <laughs> <laughs> Who told you a narwhal could be in the Navy? A Navy SEAL. <laughs> so, this motley group has traveled the world together. They're all fifth level characters. 
They have traveled together for a long time. Despite their different attitudes, they've managed to make it work and will continue to make it work as they travel toward the Muttonwood. Muttonwood I bet that's where those wolves are. Is a large mountainside forest covered with thick conifers and nut bearing trees. Oh, nuts. The wind shifts, and a tangy, sweet smell, similar to blackberries, but mixed with juniper, wafts to your nostrils. Just up ahead stands a large log-walled building from which the oddly appetizing smell is coming. Hanging above the brass rim double doors is a thick wooden sign upon which, in crumbling white and other colored pigment, is drawn a berry and a fork. They got pie. You better have some high chairs. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm going to bite someone's toes. <laughs> I say we stop and eat. I That's... say... Oh, I'm sorry. You can't see from way down there, but there's a sign that says, No... No... Whatever you are. Stop talking <laughs> in your fancy tuck. It's an eat place. You eat. Under the height of th- three feet allowed inside. Excuse me, I'm three foot one. You, you said you were two foot eight earlier. I don't know what you're talking in, about. In our internationally higher than three feet. <laughs> Great. Right. As you approach... A bunch of wooden chimes clatter in the breeze, and a bunch of hollowed-out gourds, melons, and stiffened leather orbs that are all carved and decorated with scowling faces and monstrous visages accompany them clattering, making a noise of chimes and clattering as you approach. What? Did someone say something? No, it's just the decorations. Inside each of these orbs are candles that make them glow from within. That combines with the light seeping between the window shutters. That gives the whole building a kind of warm glow on the outside that is still somewhat eerie. Welcomes and intrigues you. Is the candle inside the gourds? Well, this sounds ghosty. Let's go in. Oh, I, that reminds me of something. It reminds me of my, my, my nephew Jack. It's one of those. It's he calls them Jack lanterns. It's his it's lanterns. Like a pumpkin, except with skin. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, I used to know. <laughs> you know, I used to know someone by the name of, um. Pumpco, who was on a quest to destroy this sort of things. He said there's evil spirits in him. They killed his family or something like that. All I was listening to is the evil spirits part. I'm just Sounds pulling out my notebook. <laughs> I'm pulling out my notebook as she's talking about this Pumpco fellow because he sounds like a great story. What kind of a disgrace would destroy pumpkins? Shameless self-advertising. So Dyra knows, and it's one of the reasons that you've come to this region, is that this region of the Greenwald celebrates something called All Souls Day. 
<laughs> Doesn't sound spooky at all. When the goddess of death loosens her grip on the souls of the dead so they may return to their families and witness how well their loved ones are doing mm-hmm. in life. And what is the name of this goddess of death? <laughs> no! no. St. John Cena? <laughs> no! <laughs> Did you seriously? <laughs> I mean, if you want, sure. The goddess of death is known by many names, but most commonly in this region as the gardener. I like this guy. Shove McGordon. You mean this What a girl? nice myth. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. This isn't a He's myth. A gardener. How will Shoot. I wrap this around your small... How will I get gardening. this through your small oh. and but surprisingly thick head? It's not a myth. I don't know why I bother. So There's you only one end. true god. Valor Bane. <laughs> who Blood for who is Valor Bane? <laughs> The God of Rock! <laughs> Stone! <laughs> God. He's having an Elvis Pompadour. You left out that detail in the introduction that you are a cleric of Valor Bane. Uh-huh. Okay. You Not enter, and there aren't a lot of people in the inn, but there are a bunch of people who are working in the inn, and they are... Brewing, uh, you are overwhelmed by this sweet smell that you mm. just got a, a slight aroma of outside, but it's really thick inside mm. you now. Pumpkin and spice latte. <laughs> I don't have any money. You're deaf, but with your nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but it's like this sweet, nice smelling smell, like. Have you ever smelled juniper berries? Berries? <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's that too, but also there's a different smell. Smell of. I smell pie, and I just want pie. How does so that smell like pumpkins? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's pumpkins outside, and it smells like pumpkin spice latte. You want pumpkins outside? <laughs> just the flesh. <laughs> the guards and the leather. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I think Sid, I believe after we get some food in the room, we should probably acquire Sid to a therapist. <laughs> no, the gourds are pumpkins and pumpkins are gourds and they smell the same. My but face is now livid gourds. at that line. Oh, good grief. Min's face is livid at this line that just came from the detective. Well, I mean, pumpkins are gourds, sorry. Gourds pumpkins are, are pumpkins and gourds are gourds. Pum- pumpkins are a kind of gourd. Pumpkins are pumpkins, gourds are gourds. I grow these things. So as Says the guy are, who makes horse whinnies. As you two are having your normal kind of build up your appetite argument <laughs> that you have before every meal. Not this argument in particular, but I'm something hungry. like this. It's a, it's a team tradition. The innkeeper comes up. Oh, hello. Hello. 
You got pie. He's a seafood. <laughs> oh, we do, we do, and we're also uh, uh, working on our batch of pineberry wine. Welcome oh. to Shangri-La. I checked to see if I have any money on me. Welcome to Shangri-La. It doesn't say I have money Just on me. Just watch out for Do Delta and the Bannerman. No, everybody has. Okay. I got money. Spending Welcome that. to Shangri-La. Just watch out for the Bannerman. What? What? I don't think anyone knows what you're talking about. That was out of character. Please tell me what the story of Shangri-La is. <laughs> that was out of character. Oh, okay. It's a Doctor Who reference. So it seems like you have all come a long way. Are you uh, currently on an adventure, or are you? What happened to your voice? I'm looking for some I werewolves. Sounding like some ghosts. It kind of sounded like. And I'm looking for werewolves. A little bit Welsh, and then now, now oh, he kind of sounds like this. That was a lot of questions. So. Well, if you're looking for ghosts, you're in luck because it's uh, it's All Souls Day coming up, you know, and uh, that's when uh, all our dear departed family members come back and bless us and visit us. Oh, how sweet! That's why I'm here to um, study the holiday, to collect things, or you know, to learn of it. Oh, I see. Yes, I'm... Oh, that's interesting. Yes, I'm, I'm sure that we could uh, set you up with many people who could uh, uh, could tell you more about it, and maybe you'll experience some yourself. That would be awesome. And that'd speaking of experience, mm-hmm. uh, please sit down, oh, and uh, here here's uh, some of chair. our pie on the house. Oh, yeah! We're always happy to have adventurers hmm. around here. Do you have any high chairs? Hi. <laughs> you are not the first dwarf or halfling <laughs> or gnome to visit these premises. <laughs> so we do have uh, we do have various chairs of different heights. Yes. So here you go. Um, hopefully that's comfortable for you. And it's like a little ladder chair. <laughs> that's great. Mmm, pie. I imagine you'll be wanting some ale. Of course, says Mickey Mouse. I'll take some mead. <laughs> what What could I get you? I'd we have like, some elven vintages, but I do recommend the Pineberry wine. I think I'll try your Pineberry wine. I've always enjoyed peasant food. Smack's hand on table, thud. <laughs> what you just say? I think you just ignore them. They're they're a complete fool. <laughs> I think you might they're change your Achilles. story once Achilles you give it a try. Has been severed many it's, times. It's a favorite of <laughs> that's great goat herds and kings alike. What's this about some goats? <laughs> Stew. Goat. I apologize Spiria. for my friends. Um, Go behavior. I'll have some of the. Wait, what, what was the wine called? <laughs> <laughs> Pineberry. I'll have some of the Pineberry wine. Yeah, our, our, we're the Sour Batch family, and <laughs> we make the Sour Batch uh, special is there, reserve. Is there Your name batch? sounds familiar. I've probably heard it before. Is there a Sour oh. Batch? Does the Sour Batch happen to have any sort of produce patch? No, but we do have a bunch of Sour Batch kids running around. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) They sound delicious. (laughs) You 
all sit down and enjoy the meal, and it's it's actually very hearty and well prepared food, almost like Entech was here and cooking for you. Have a moment of reflection for you. This reminds me of my good pal. Poor Entech. He tried to avoid the measles, but alas. I thought it was dysentery. He left. Guys, he's not dead. He just oh. had to go. Oh. 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 Okay. He told me he had died. <laughs> he told you that he died? <laughs> Sorry. No, it wasn't him. It was, um... Was it his wife, Susan? It was Lem. Lem told... Lem told me. Did they also ask for a money transaction? Because there might be a catfish. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Sourrat comes back after you have eaten and (laughs) continued to joke about your friends that aren't there. (laughs) He tried to avoid the measles, but he got dysentery instead. (laughs) (laughs) They spotted him. So I don't know how long you're planning to stay in the area, but uh, while you're gathering stories, we mm-hmm. wonder if there's there might not be something that you could do for us uh, while you're staying here. Uh, just the knowing that adventurers are here adds some interest to the place, and we might get more people visiting. But mm-hmm. so we appreciate your custom. But uh, we're also, it must be admitted, concerned about old the old cheese man. The old cheese man hasn't come down off of the mountain for a while, and we're kind of dependent on him for his fine artisan cheese. Mm. Is that's it Gouda? A, that's another Gruyere and Gouda and Howda and however you want to pronounce it. I bet that's some Gouda cheese. Mm, I bet he had... But I bet he have already a lot of kinds. I swiss you guys would stop with these puns. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I tip my hat and lean into us. Oh, man, Chego. <laughs> so, the cheese man never misses a delivery, and we've come to really rely on him and his supplies in the autumn. Sorry for the cheesy jokes. But missed a few deliveries now, and we'd like somebody to go up and take a look on the mountain. I'll find him. I mean What do you mean we. you? I mean we, of course. I, I definitely said we. After all, you're talking to the some of the best detectives in all the Greenwald. You couldn't find a needle in a pincushion. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Savage! You know, I could stick a needle in you. Pulling out a sword. No, is there anyone? Pulls this dagger. Mm. You know, I could stick one in you if I wanted to. That'd be I a asked. messy pincushion. I wouldn't recommend it. He's about the right size. Um, I already for, uh, Mr. <laughs> Sourbatch. If there's anyone suspicious in the town who's like, you know, usually out late at night, comes home with intensely torn clothes, maybe blood in their sharp, jagged teeth. No, I can't say that anyone's been around like that. Are you expecting someone to show up like that? Halfish. Halflingish. I told you guys already, I'm looking for werewolves. 
Well, thank you for your offer. We would really appreciate it. What did you say your name was? Mm, Sid, and this is Mr. Pincushion. <laughs> elf, a dwarf. I'm a human. Two humans. <laughs> My you name's say your name is Sid. You, yes. You might not. Could it possibly be that you're Sid Anoso? Yes, indeed. Why? You've heard of Everyone. Me, we have here the Greenwald's greatest detective. You're talking about the other guy, not Sid. I've known Sid all my well, life. We are we are honored to have Greenwald's greatest detective here, and 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 honored that you would uh, uh, agree to look into this very small mystery for us. We do call ourselves Mystery Incorporated for a reason. That's actually already patented. We weren't allowed to call ourselves that. Yeah. Shh. They don't know. <laughs> Best to be honest than to lie, friends. Right? So, uh, you'll be wanting to know some details <clears throat> if you have any questions about it. I, I can start by telling you that Piotr Fromanchen, he lives about a dozen miles up the trail, up the Pineberry Trail. Flat cabin with a well and a mule stable. Not far. Maybe a day's walk. Mules? Really he like grinds. Mine. Yeah. Sure, he needs something to bring the cheese down off of the mountain. Oh, and imitates like a donkey kick. Actually, yes, we would. <laughs> and starts laughing heartily. More mentally unstable. <laughs> no. Same I mean, to you. No. I think it's same for all of us here. Excuse me. Dyra's just saying it. Well, excuse me. You're okay. just deaf and blind. You're mental, okay? <laughs> Boisterous friend here. Get your hand saying, off me. What my friend is trying to say is yes. Maybe if, say, the cheese cart is still there when we go investigate, we would like to bring it down. So that you guys have the cheese oh, in order to yes, celebrate. Uh, any, anything you can do to help find Piotr and see why he hasn't been delivering the cheese would be yeah. appreciated. Of course. I'm pretty sure we're supposed to bring Piotr back, too. If Piotr's there, of course. I'm just making sure that the cheese is there, too. Priority <laughs> is cheese. Well, probably he's fine. Well, yeah. He lives up there all by himself. Something happened to him up there, being so close to Brig Lade and all, we'd be devastated. Brig mm -hmm. Lade? Yes, uh, Brig Lade. What it's the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> this is like a... They say that deep within the muttonwood... There's a sheep? There's a... <laughs> well, yes, yes, that's why it's called the muttonwood. There's lots of wild sheep living in the muttonwood. <laughs> but there is an area deep within the Muttonwood with thick stands of blue pine trees that, well, we call the Braglade. There's legends, you're interested in legends, yes. of a, of a half-man, half-ram creature that lives in the Braglade called the Bray Man. Because oh, Bray's the noise the sheep makes, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, because you're crazy. You know, mostly, mostly it's drunks that come in here. Oh. Hunters trying to 
explain why they haven't come back with anything. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to find sheep mm-hmm. in the mutton wood, but sometimes they come back empty-handed and they tell tall tales. Mm-hmm. Still, there have been enough tales that people avoid it. You could say they're feeling sheepish. <laughs> oh, please, no. Believe me, I, I like that all humor. the jokes. We've heard them all. Here's a good one. I don't get that. I'm sorry. What is that joke reference to? Are you I've, okay? I've, I've heard that joke before. <laughs> I'd say that that wasn't the cool. best delivery I've heard of that joke, but, uh, you know, the timing was pretty good. It's a farming so, joke for shepherd and sheeps. So please, if you could go check on him, we'd really appreciate it. The locals are a little nervous around this time of year to be going traveling with the, the spirits coming back and all. It would mean a lot to everyone around the wood, though, because we do really cherish the cheese from the old cheese man. I'll take Piotr, a look. Piotr, Piotr Fromanchen. If we start traveling, I explain that it's a shepherding joke and that this, the sheep often give a very sassy meh. So we give them a good whack to get them moving instead of being sassy. Animal oh, cruelty time. <laughs> Daira records all this information for her. Sassy. Meh. Autobiography. More. <laughs> sassy sheep jokes. We want to collect a sort of omnibus of stories and legends. It also counts as an ethnography of the region, a sort of collective of cultures. You all have an evening here at the inn, and you enjoy your food, and you gather tales about different people's experiences of their relatives coming back during All Souls Day, and how mostly it is a joyous time. Every once in a while, there's like an abusive grandfather or some something who comes back who's not pleasant to have a visit from that dead relative, but mostly it's a happy time, a celebratory time. You're delusional. <laughs> And You're the delusional one, Gulan. You hear also about the Black Ram Clan. Oh? The Black Ram Clan. Mm. The A band of bandits that <sighs> prey upon travelers in the Muttonwood. In the Soviet when they say that they in the Soviet Muttonwood, you do not eat the ram. The ram eats you. To hear them tell it, they are noble savages that forced out the elves of the Muttonwood centuries ago, <laughs> and have been living as kind of a tribe and, and surviving on the wild livestock in the forest, and occasionally preying on travelers who stray to stray too far on their territory. They will sometimes shake down travelers, and sometimes travelers will just try to avoid them. You also hear a little bit about the Bray Men, the half-man, half-ram people, and talking to the locals. And I talk about how they claim that they can be warded away by Holly. Also, 
they give you advice when they figure out that you're going to be going up into the mutton wood that if you have livestock with them and you can give them offerings so that they'll leave you alone you know the entrails of some slaughtered animal you can give. leave out to appease them so that they will leave you alone and unmolested but still every family keeps their kids including the sour batch kids inside at night Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will uh, <laughs> sour batch. Sour, sour batch. batch. Never gets old. <laughs> and there is a there is a tradition that nice they will have holly bark shavings that they put in a dish on the doorstep to keep the Bremen. I'm writing all this down vigorously. Are you sure the werewolves and not Bremen who eat, who ate your sheep? I'm for certain it was the werewolves. For I'm certain. <laughs> You can all prepare for the cleric. Your spells had already been selected. Your spells as Min, the magic user, I think you have a certain number that you can prepare. I mean, I can switch out my spells, but I don't. I can have nine spells out. prepared. Yes, so what you should do is make a little dot against the nine that you want to prepare. And that does not include the cantrips. Yeah. The cantrips you always have. Find familiar. What does that do? You, you so use you a can whole actually, bunch of coal. That, That's great. You would not have that memorized now. What you can say is that you have cast it and you have a familiar. So a familiar is a small creature that mm -hmm. hangs out with you. It's like, a like, it's a like a chicken on your shoulder or a snake in your pocket or a, chicken on a your frog shoulder. or, you know, any of the Harry Potter things that can do two things. You can send it out so it can scout for you and you can have it deliver spells for you. Only deliver spells, spells by touch, though. If there are touch spells, like if you had Shocking Grasp, for instance. Or Blight. You could send your snake out and the snake could slither up and shock somebody for you so that you don't have to get up close and personal. So you can pick a small animal and say that that is, and of course you'd have to name it, but that that is your familiar. Yeah, in real life, Cleo and is my familiar. I'm just guessing that, I that um, sorry, false life is pretty straightforward. False life is something that you cast on yourself and you get a... 25 temporary hit points. It gives you a buffer to your fairly small pool of hit points. Anything else that people want to do in preparing? Um, do any of my spells need preparing? What's our guy? Yours are a little more straightforward. Yours are prepared all the time. Mm. You have a much smaller list. Mm. And Cloud you daggers just use or continual your flame. You use up your spell slots, casting spells of that light. Right? Um, so you can well, cast you four first-level spells. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you have just three. It's like an ongoing torch, but you have to so sacrifice any combination of them. Mm -hmm. Whenever you use a spell slot, you're going to fill in one of these GP. squares. Mm -hmm. Forty. Okay. Forty. Wow. Yeah. Let me see that. Then I have a three. Three second-level second spells, mm -hmm. same thing, and then. Two, three levels. So you can, can cast a PHP? Dispel Magic twice yeah, if you want. 
You're using Ben's flank does not want to share. Yeah. Here, just get back when you're done. Okay. I mean, it is your PHP, but you need to see what my spells. Okay. All right, then I guess I will be. I'm assuming we all have rooms. Yeah. In that case, I'm probably just looking over my notes, trying to figure out what this brain man is. Whether it might be just a fictional creature, or if it's maybe a relative of a minotaur running around the woods. Or. Something. I'm messing around with my familiar because it is a chicken. His name is Sir Cluckins. And if you got anything against Sir Cluckins, oh boy. Make sure you write it down. Oh, can I switch out my spells? If you really want to. Yeah, because I want to switch out Rip of Fight because I don't have the money for that. So you have sufficient money for each of the things. I also didn't didn't write down. uh, I see now, looking at your character sheet, that it doesn't have these spell slots that you have. So you should figure those out and write Mm -hmm. it down. Yeah. I think it's 432. Because I think it, that is what it is for yeah. each of the characters. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> so you have summoned Sir Cluckins. Cluckins. Yeah. For just Cluckins? Sir Cluckins. Sir Cluckins. That's what I said. And His middle name is Jeb. Gulan has changed his spells. And you set out into the muttonwood the next day. And it is a dozen miles, which is a significant hike. And as you're going, I'd like one of you to roll a d6. Especially with a chicken on your shoulder. Um, for what? Roll a d6. I already rolled a d6. I got a five. I know, five, and I'm asking him to roll a d6. Four. Okay. All right. Do I roll it again? No. What did you get with you? I got a five. Dad asked me to do it ten minutes Two ago. Two fives, four, and one. Right. So. When something's strange in a neighborhood, who you got to call? All spirits ease. Time. Who rolled the... You rolled the four. Who rolled the five just now? Okay, I'm going to have you two roll off. And... Or actually, I'm going to have you Rochambeau. Over. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, good grief. (laughs) What the heck? You went on for a whole set. Um, okay. You guys kept just going scissors, paper, rock over and over again. <laughs> if it wasn't me, Blake, you would have been dead. So you're wandering through the muttonwood, mm-hmm. heading along the trail, and there is a cry of recognition as coming down the trail. There is a gang of goblinoids who are speaking, and do any of you speak a language like goblin that could understand these people? Just draconic work? (laughs) Dwarvish and giantish. Okay. I have elvish. Why would a farmer have elvish? I have elvish and thieves can't. Elvish and halfling in common. Thieves can't might work. 
I mean, halfling might work. If Giant you can't might work. Speak. <laughs> what can't speak? Yeah, thieves can't is you know what you see in can. movies where people are like. So. It's a gang of goblins, uh, six goblins and a couple of much taller things, bugbears. Yay, bugbear. They're heading down and they cry out and they need to communicate with one another. So I'm going to say that they are speaking in a rough form of the common imperial language that they speak in the Greenwald, which is a remnant of... For these goblins and bugbears? If you like, sure. So, two bugbears. <laughs> Giant snakes. <laughs> two bugbears and six goblins. So, bugbears. They say, ah! One there one. they are! Those black rammers! We're not black rammers! And the, uh, the bugbears say, oh, I don't know, I don't think those are black ram gang guys. Well, uh, we've been wandering around for so long anyway. Let's get them. So, roll initiative. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the All Ages RPG special for All Souls Night. As is obvious, this is only the beginning of this little mini story arc anyway. So stay tuned for the other episodes, which I will publish in a couple days. If you enjoyed this, please tell your friends about it. We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, the podcast app, and our website, allagesrpg.com. Also, our Twitter, at allagesrpg. Hope you enjoyed, and see you next time. Goodbye.